the Movement Brainery. Welcome to Thoughtlight, a forum for spotlighting ideas, reflections, or thoughts from physical therapy leaders and thinkers across the world. I'm Seth Peterson of the Movement Brainery, but on this show, you won't always be hearing from me. These thought lights are brief, bite-sized nuggets driven by the guests themselves. Each episode of the show includes information or an idea meant to make you a better clinician, person, or thinker. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, my name's David Poulter. I'm a physical therapist living in Minnesota, USA. I recently trained in the UK. I've had a private practice in Australia. I worked in New Zealand with Robin McKenzie, and now I'm in the USA. Seth Peters invited me to talk to you. I've tried this three times today, and I ponder, why am I trying to talk to you? This is not what I do. This is not what I do in the clinic. This is not what I do with people. So I'm going to propose this. Are you a good listener? What does that mean to you? Are you a good listener? When I present, I use three words, ethos, pathos, logos, to help students understand what it might take to have a good clinical interaction with an individual. As I said, I've been struggling all day to record this because I'm not used to talking at people. I'm used to asking questions and then listening. So I repeat again, are you a good listener? So ethos, pathos, logos. Ethos forms the root word of ethics. And in clinical practice, it means to try and gain the trust of the person sitting in front of you. Pathos forms the root word empathy. Also, using the word empathy, it is where we first seek to try to understand the individual sitting in front of us rather than, as some of us may have learned, be the one asking questions, be the one in control. It's a paradigm shift. It allows the person to be in control of their narrative while we sit and listen. So I ask again, are you a good listener? One of the beautiful things about the English language is that the word listen and silent are made up of the same six letters. So the first thing we need to consider is when we're truly listening, we are truly silent. And I mean that in the sense of we're not talking, we're not interrupting, and our mind is actively in a process of receiving information. Another paradigm shift I proposed is that we receive a patient's history for that reason rather than taking a history. If we use the word receive a history, it means that we need to be receptive of clinicians to the person sat in front of us. So ethos, gain trust. Pathos, 
first seek to understand their logos. And logos may be the thing that we've been trying to do first, which is the root word of logic, which is then to be understood. If we're going to form a therapeutic alliance with a patient, then we need to have our roles set out before we start. So one of the things I propose to people when we interact with another individual who we may call a patient, that we need to outline the process of our uh, interaction in the clinic. So the first thing I do when I meet somebody is, first of all, explain what may happen in the clinical interaction. Then explain that we are going to actively listen to the person's narrative before we do any other interaction such as testing. So three words, ethos, gaining a person's trust. Pathos, first seek to understand. Logos, then to be understood. Those are three words that will help you in a clinical interaction to do what I call a person-focused clinical interaction. And the reason I choose the word person-focused is that people become patients. And that word we use, patients, is generally used when you're having a medical person evaluate you. But remember this, patients are all people, meaning that outside the clinical interaction, they have rich and varied lives that we need to seek to understand. I also propose the word focus instead of centered. And again, this is a foible of the English language where the word centered both means middle and focal point. And I think sometimes that we've taken it in medicine to mean we place the person in the middle of a care team's evaluation rather than considering that we should be focusing on the individual, their needs, their wants, their goals, their aspirations, and their expectations. So in summary, just a short, brief discussion on, are you a good listener? Think about this. When you ask a question, then be silent. Try not to interrupt the person that you've just asked the question of. Allow them time to think. And remember, silent, listen, are necessary for that person's information to be received by you, the clinician. I hope this was valuable information. As I say, I struggled all day to record this because I'm not just used to talking into the void. In fact, I'm more used to listening. Thank you. Again, my name's David Poulter. I'm a physical therapist practicing and listening in Minnesota. Enjoy your day. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. And I would really appreciate it if you could take just two seconds to leave a review down below and share this episode with someone you know. Also, the Movement Brainery is hosting courses online and in person this year. Punch over to themovementbrainery.com and check us out. Or join our Facebook community, Mindful Clinicians. Thanks for listening. Stay strong.